Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What is up what's happening, my Auburn family? Man, I'm extremely excited tonight to be with you on this podcast. I do have my buddy Dustin Smith coming in here to talk with me, and I'm your host, Blake Lane, and welcome into episode 148 of the Uptempo Podcast. We are excited to be here. Finally, some positivity inside this Auburn program. And who would have known, you know, firing a head football coach would be positive. But today... John Cohen was officially announced as the athletic director, and a little while later, Auburn comes together and relieves Brian Harson of his duties as the head football coach at Auburn University. And that's monumental, people. It's a big day. It is a huge day for this program. Now, we can recover. We can put bandages over the wounds that he left. We can start to move forward. We can start to walk forward. We can start to look forward. Because you're not going to hold Auburn football down long. We're going to be back, baby. I can tell you. I promise you, we will be back. And I have Dustin coming on here tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about John Cohen, the new athletic director coming over from Mississippi State University. I know there's been some backlash with him taking the job People just automatically downing him, saying that he cares more about the budget than he does winning. We will give our thoughts on that. We're going to talk about Brian Harson being relieved of his duties. And the biggest thing today, the most exciting thing today, is Carnell Cadillac Williams was named the interim head coach for the Auburn Tigers. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. One of the all-time legends of Auburn football. I'm going to let it sink in, man. It's a big day. It's a big day. And Auburn didn't hold anything back. They come out hours later and and relieved assistants. Eric Kiesel, the offensive coordinator, other guys said, hey, get out. The Boise bros, out. See you later. Get gone. You know, I tweeted the other day, sometimes you have to blow it up and just completely start all over. And before we get started tonight, for everybody that come at me last week before the Arkansas game, when I posted on Twitter, when all the kids started asking for red shirts and being denied and hitting the portal, I said, you have to fire him now. We have to hurry up with the AD, and we have to get a guy in here, and we have to relieve him of his duties now, ASAP, because it's getting bad. 
It's getting bad. And I'm happy that Auburn finally made the move after we got blown out against Arkansas Saturday at 11 a.m. in Jordan-Hare Stadium. We come together, we made a hire, and we got the Boise Bros out. Monumental day. Monumental day. I, I just, I can't put it any other way. This is huge for Auburn football. Not keeping him to the end of the season is absolutely electric. And I guarantee you, you come out Saturday night at Mississippi State, and you're going to see a different football team. You're going to see an energized football team. You're going to see kids wanting to be out there on that field. You're going to see a different team Saturday night. I promise you that. I promise you that you're going to see a different team. Might not win. Might not win the football game. But you're going to see a different team. So, I love it. I'm excited. I know Dustin loves it. He's excited. So, we can't wait to get him in here. We're going to kick it over to the Belly Up Sports Network. And then we're going to get Dustin in here and get this thing going. War damn eagle to my Auburn family. Damn, I'm excited. Let's go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What is up and what's happening, everybody, and welcome back in. Tonight, we are here to discuss some big-time breaking news out of Auburn University, and we have Dustin Smith with us, like always. Dustin, coming on the Uptempo Podcast and discussing Auburn football with me. Dustin, I'm glad to have you tonight, man. I know I'm pumped. How are you feeling? Man, if we had the uh, if we had the copyrights, we could open this episode with Cool in the Gang celebration. <laughs> man, Dustin, I don't know how you felt when you saw the breaking news. I know we're going to talk about it. But, man, I just feel like there is a sense of relief in this program today. And in the intro, I said that it was a monumental day for the program. And I know that's crazy to say when a coach gets fired. But, man, I mean, it just feels like the monkey is off our back, man. Yeah. It, I, I didn't, I, uh, my brother texted me and told me, and uh, I had to stop what I was doing, you know, and, and – uh, because after yesterday, being Sunday, me, me and you recorded an episode last night. We were just yeah. like, man, I, I can't believe, you know. But uh, looking at the situation now, it kind of looks like they had some other things going on last night. They were trying to get the AD confirmed and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, overjoyed, man, really. Just like you said, the weight is lifted. The cloud is gone. We can focus on these final four games with one of the most beloved players in Auburn history, the most beloved player, I would probably say, of my generation, either mm-hmm. either Cadillac or Cam, and I'm going to say Cadillac just because he gave us four years. Mm-hmm. Um, just awesome, man. Just we we can like we me and you been saying for weeks, rip the bandaid off. Mm-hmm. The bandaid's off. Um, now we can move on to other candidates where this program needs to be and everybody can just unite around this team and this, these players for the next four weeks and we can have a little bit of fun the remainder of the season. Yeah, Dustin, that's the thing with me today, man, is is I felt like I felt uh, re-energized and like we could have a little fun and, and we have, I said it the other night, we, we could have a little swagger 
going into these last four games. We I'm could, excited for the game Saturday. Yeah, me too. I, 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 that, that was my main thing with just ripping the Band-Aid off, Dustin, was now – Look how loose Auburn Twitter is, man. We're in, the, we're, we're on Auburn Twitter and we're having fun. We're cutting up. We're, we're, we got Ole Miss pure panicking, Dustin. We got, <laughs> we got the state of Mississippi pure shook right now. And they beat us two weeks ago by 14 points in their house. And we got Ole Miss fans pure crumbling over there. You hear me? And, and th- that's the thing. That's what I was talking about, Dustin, is when I said when you rip the Band-Aid off, it could bring a little swagger. And you name a guy like like Carnell Cadillac Williams, your interim, man. And now look how loose things are, man. You got former players coming out and saying, hey, this is what it takes right here. Like now Auburn can move forward. And you can look down the narrow path and see that Auburn will be back. But naming a guy like that, like Cadillac, man, and and that's where I'm going to start tonight. I know things happen uh, with the AD, then Harson, then Cadillac. But, man, I want to start with Cadillac first. You know, you touched on it just a little bit. But him being named the interim head coach at Auburn University for the rest of this season, how big is this, man, for this school the the people who graduated from Auburn, the people who shared a locker room at Auburn University in that football program, how much does this mean to the fans? Everybody associated with Auburn, man, it's 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 a huge day to see him as our head coach. I can I can speak to just for me personally, um, and I know that a lot of people listening will feel the same way. Uh, I was in the seventh grade. In 2004. Mm-hmm. So, what, 12, 13 years old, that was like the peak of my Auburn fandom, you know? Yeah. Uh, when you're a kid and, you know, you, you look up to the guy so much. And that 04 team is immortal to me. Always will be. Those guys are just the best. Um, and Cadillac is, he's the main guy in that. Like mm-hmm. I said, four years. And then he went on to play for my favorite pro team, too. Uh, Cadillac's by far my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, so for me, the fact that he is going to get the chance to lead Auburn for four games, get to lead uh, his school into battle, man, it's cool as hell. It's so cool. And you you see how excited everybody is and how fired up everybody is. Uh, and it would have been the same. It would have been the same for Zach. Everyone loves Zach. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's just – that special affinity there for Cadillac because obviously he set records and his record versus Alabama and just all the things that he got to do. Um, I'm really, I'm really, I'm just really excited, man. It's, uh, it's really cool. If you would have won, if you could go back and tell, uh, tell yourself as a kid, you know, like Cadillac's going to, going to coach Auburn one day. It's just, it's awesome, man. Yeah, Dustin. And, that that's where I'm at on it, and I was in the same position as you, as as a kid. I I grew up with my dad, man, just absolutely loving Auburn football. My dad eats, sleeps, and breathes yeah, Auburn too. football, and so you know I remember him taking me to Auburn games and him reaching out at Tiger Walk and and shaking Tubbs' hands and saying, hey, come on, coach, let's go, baby, you know, War Eagle, you know, and and, uh, seeing the guys like Cadillac and and Ronnie and and Jason Campbell and those guys walk down Tiger Walk and everything, man, and to see him 
get the interim tag and get to lead this football team, it, it's it's you know it deserves a, a big celebration. And I'm speechless, man, because I just I'm I'm so happy for him because you know this means the world to him. I wish we could have I wish we could have got to see his face uh, when they let yeah. him know that this was this was the plan, you know, and. I'm just excited for I'm just excited for 24 man. I've watched I've watched Go Crazy Cadillac go crazy. I've watched it at least 10 to 15 times today. And I'm just happy for him, man. I'm happy for him. You know, it it's uh it's a special day. It's a special day. And you know, Dustin we sit here and we talk about Cadillac and we talk about him getting the interim tag. Well, this morning, we know all the reports that come out last night. Justin Hokinson saying, hey, there was some pushback. But this morning, I want to talk about the athletic director position. John Cohen from Mississippi State is announced as the official athletic director and he is making the move to Auburn University. What do you think of this hire? And are you glad that Auburn kind of scanned the field and took a look at a P5 AD and they scanned the field and took a look at an SEC AD? How are you feeling about this, Dustin? So I was part of the camp years ago. That was for a hire like Alan Green. And I was okay with the horse. And well, I was just, I'll always be willing to give somebody a chance. Yep. Unless it's just, you know, something completely out of the woods. That's just, you know, not, you know, it's not going to work. But um, I was kind of one of the people that was, you know, that was with the whole idea of we hire within too much. Yep. Let, let's go, let's go out and, and, and try to find new fresh faces that don't have the Auburn ties, that aren't part of the system and all that. But man, it's kind of hard to argue that that didn't work. Huh. It didn't work with Al Green, uh, you know, going and getting a guy from Buffalo, and was from Notre Dame. Just really no SEC ties. I know he worked at Ole Miss briefly, uh, and then clearly, as I'm sure we'll touch on tonight, Brian Harson just never understood the SEC culture, especially when it comes to recruiting. So to hire a guy that has been in the SEC, like you say, Power Five, um, mm-hmm. he knows what it's going to take. The reports are that he is—he was pretty upset with the lack of focus on NIL at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, ADs don't have—they don't have records and stuff, right? We can't look at it and, and try to break down the system they're going to run when they come in and what their stats are. And even then, we've—everyone knows that when you hire a head coach or you can look at all that stuff, it doesn't, doesn't guarantee that guy's going to work at that school. Mm-hmm. Same thing with an AD man. I don't really know how to judge athletic directors. So um, I'm happy that we got a guy with experience. I'm happy that we got a guy that has SEC ties and knows what it's going to take. I am a hundred percent certain that everybody that got interviewed for this position understood the situation in football and how important it was to get it back on track. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 
uh, you know, you gotta you gotta assume that's gonna be forefront on his mind. Mm-hmm. And if what has been reported is true, and I trust the people that have reported this, um, it seems like he is gonna have a pretty good amount of control. Yep. So when the national media is going to spend the evil booster deal and that's fine. But from everything that we see from insiders from Auburn, he's going to have, he's going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of leeway. He's going to have, it's going to be his program, his athletic department. So this is one of the things where I don't think you can really judge an AD uh, until they're several years in. Yep. So we'll sit back and we'll see how it goes, man. But like you said, like I said, I'm excited that it's a guy with SEC ties. And if you're one of them people that maybe didn't want a Richmond Glenn, which Richmond Glenn got a promotion today, and I personally am happy for him and glad he's still at Auburn. Yep. Um, but if you're one of the people that didn't want him because you didn't want a guy getting promoted from within with the system, then it's kind of the best of both worlds, right? You get a guy that's a Mississippi State guy. He, you know, he, all his ties are to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So he's not part of that good old boy Auburn system that some people worry about. But – he is from the SEC West, so he knows the landscape. He knows the territory. I think it's a good hire, or at least you know on the surface it looks like it. You know, Dustin, I'm with you on. I was in that same group, man. Of of we hire too much within, and you know, I look at a lot of people. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. People they come at this guy as soon as the report started swirling and they said, you know, oh, Auburn doesn't want to win. They messed this up. They they went and got Cohen from Mississippi State. He doesn't care about winning. And all he cares about is the money side of things. He, he's tight on the budget. And I look at this and I'm saying, okay, well, we scan the field. We went P5. We went Southeastern Conference. What did we just come from? We just come from a couple of guys who weren't familiar with the Southeastern Conference landscape. You know, Brian Harson was completely lost with the Southeastern Conference. You know, and 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 AG man, AG. You know, like you said, from Buffalo, and you know, it just it felt like it didn't work. It never worked from the get go, and. I look at this guy, and he brought Mississippi State's only national championship in school history. I know it was in baseball, but what do I always tell y'all, Dustin? What is the state of Mississippi? It's a baseball school, all right? They're, they're, they're baseball programs, all right? And he brought them 
He brought them their first national championship in school history, in anything. All right? You look at their women's basketball program. They were playing for the national championship, Dustin. They were playing against UConn and Notre Dame and and uh, South Carolina and things like that. Man, they were playing amongst the greats. Yes, he made a bad hire and they had a a rough stretch uh, while he was there in that. You know, around the COVID around the COVID time span and everything. But man, you look at baseball. All right, it was thriving. He pulled Mike Leach away from Washington State. And he acted quick, Blake. Yeah. He saw there was a problem, and he acted quick. He didn't let it drag out. Thank you. He saw that Moorhead wasn't going to work, and he he acted. Thank you. He saw Joe Moorhead wasn't going to work, and he acted, and he said, hey, you out. All right, let me go up here and get this guy, Mike Leach, who is a weird, spunky guy, (laughs) just all over the place, sporadic. You don't know where he's at, and he fits Mississippi State. He fits them. Like, they're going to win seven games, and that's good at Mississippi State, Dustin. Seven and five is good. Like, that is what Mississippi State should shoot for. And, you know, all these people saying, oh, well, you know, he doesn't want to win at Mississippi State. You're not going to win at Mississippi State. Not in football. Like, so everybody that wants to bring that take in here and say, oh, well, you know, he's he's a 7-5, and five, you know, guy. He he shoots for that and 8-4. and four. Look, that's the best you're going to get at Mississippi State. That's it. I hate it for you. If you think any differently, I'm sorry. But just go back and look at history. When was the last time, you know, I mean, they had the Dak Prescott era. And then before that, it was the Jackie Sherrill head coaching era. And and they ended up getting in trouble, and they were losing to Maine and uh, all these FCS schools, and and it was just, I mean, a tough tough stretch for Mississippi State football. But historically, they've never been good. <laughs> so I just I don't know what you're kind of looking at there, out of John Cohen. Like you're expecting him to do something at Mississippi State that realistically isn't going to get done besides in the baseball department and they did it you know and i mean look at men's basketball they're mid dustin they're mid like like they're in a bubble nit bound every year and it's never gonna be any better than that like that's just how it goes man and i look at people say well why why does john cohen want to leave Mississippi State for Auburn. Well, I'll tell you why he wants to leave Mississippi State for Auburn, Dustin. Because first, you have more money at Auburn, okay? Yeah, the budget thing, it's like, well, what if he's just on a budget at Mississippi State? Because all signs at Auburn seem to be, there is no concern with budget. There doesn't appear to be a concern with budget with NIL. There doesn't consider to be a, a budget with paying coaches buyouts. Uh, if all the reports are true about our guy Lane Kiffin being the main target, they're not concerned with buying him out at Ole Miss. Yep. Like from everything I read and hear, money is no concern at Auburn right now to get done what needs to get done. So yep, and and you know Dustin, you look at you you look at Cohen and I like I said, money budget. All right, you look at facilities. All right, yep. there's better facilities at Auburn all around the board besides what baseball. All right. 
their baseball facilities are top tier in the country. But everything else, Dustin, it's Auburn by a landslide. It's not even close, you know? And you look at primetime slots, all right? Who's who's the bigger brand, Dustin? Auburn's the bigger brand. Who's going to get more primetime games? Auburn's going to get more primetime games. Who's who's always in the spotlight and who isn't in the spotlight? It's things like that, man. And like we've mentioned on this podcast before, Auburn is a top 20, top 15 program nationally. Mississippi State, nowhere to be found. Anywhere near that. Anywhere. And that's why you leave Mississippi State and go to Auburn. And Dustin, look at all the previous ADs they've had. They've left Mississippi State for other SEC schools. So the writing was on the wall. But for our fan base to come out and just uh, immediately start bashing the man, I can't do that. I can't. I got to take a step back. I got to give this man a chance. He's familiar with the Southeastern Conference. Apparently, uh, Butch and Bruce both support him. They both back him. They're both extremely excited. And you know what? If those two people back him, Dustin, I back him. So that's all I need to know about John Cohen. Because if Butch Thompson and Bruce Pearl both say, hey, we're here for the ride. And I know Butch used to work with him at Mississippi State and stuff. And they've competed for championships. So you've got you've got my you've got the keys and and you've got my uh my support so uh let's ride baby john cohen auburn family let's ride all right that's where i'm at listen (laughs) i mean i want to read i want to read butch's statement on that yeah um because i mean everyone everyone speaks to butch thompson's character Mm -hmm. you think about how great of a coach he is but he's great Mm -hmm. and the first thing that is still mentioned is how good of a man he is. So I'm going to take what Butch Thompson says. And he said, John is one of the most impactful and intelligent people I've been around in my career. Mm. I've seen him lead firsthand and we've competed for national championships together. He stepped up for the, uh, he stepped up to the plate for me when it was time to become a head coach at Auburn. Mm. I am a better coach and a better man because of our time together and can't wait to serve him again. I look forward to the Auburn family getting to know John. Mm. That's all I need to hear. Yep. Mm. That's good stuff. I'm excited. I'm excited. I I mean, man, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now, Dustin. I'm excited, man. We're going to look back on this day with a lot of fondness years from now. I can't wait. I can't wait. It it, it quit raining today. The sun came out. (laughs) And you know, yesterday we were just on here, but like, man, it's so hard to create content and talk about things when everything's so negative (laughs) 24-7. I I thought about that today when I was at work. I was like, dude, like we finally have something positive to talk about. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, and my boss, bro, he looked at me and he said, how is firing a coach positive? And I said, "You don't understand, okay?" I was like, uh, "You're you're not an Auburn fan, like you don't understand. This is positive news, okay? This yeah, is oh, great not because news." Because red shirts could have been in jeopardy Saturday night, man. Seriously, that, and man, Dustin, you know, Cohen was hired, and you know, moments later, minutes later, Dustin. 
we find out that Brian Harson had been relieved of his duties. And I know you talk about the red shirts being in jeopardy and everything and how Brian Harson had handled things. When you found out the news that Brian Harson had been relieved of his duties, what were your initial reactions? Just relief, man. Like, relief and knowing that I wasn't going to have to watch him coach Auburn another day. Mm. Just because, like I said, I, I said it on Sunday night, I just I, I can't believe that this is going to be allowed to go on. Yep. I mean, how many records does somebody have to set? Yep. I mean, he won three games without Bo Nix. The mm-hmm. second half struggles are well documented. You can go through the quarterback rotation nightmare this year. Get the first coach ever. In over a hundred years of Auburn playing football, this is the first season ever where a team has scored forty points on Auburn four times, mm-hmm. and there's still four games to go. Um, largest blown lead in Auburn history, largest non-conference loss since 1980. Uh, Six-game uh, winning streaks to Ole Miss and Arkansas both gone down the drain. You could just go on and on. Uh, there was a piece on On Three today, really breaking down the recruiting woes. Um, another piece from on three today talking about just how attractive Auburn is right now due to the NIL situation. There's just, I mean, he's the worst coach in, he's the worst coach in Auburn history. Absolutely. (laughs) Because you go, because you go back, Everyone has to go back to Doug Barfield, but even Barfield turned in an eight-win season. Yep. And then, so then you have to go back to some guy, I see people, like, from the 40s. Man, that's a whole nother era of football. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to judge that. Like, what does that even, what was Auburn in the 40s? Yeah. I know that if, if you get a hold of Auburn now, if you are the man in charge of the Auburn program, post-Pat Dye. Yep. Because Pat Guy is the guy that brought us where we needed to be. Yep. If you got, if you're in charge of Auburn post Pat Dye, there's no nine and twelve, one and nine, one and ten, whatever versus Power Five teams. Like just, uh, man. Like I said, the worst in Auburn history. Um, just glad that it's over. Just glad that we don't have to see it anymore. That we don't have to hear about it anymore. That it doesn't have to be. Uh, a point of contention and just it's fun to see everybody excited and united and just like okay and everyone can just take a big a big deep breath now and it's it's over man it's just I, I couldn't it's I couldn't be more excited and it's not because it's not because like a man is losing his job like let's be real though he's getting 15 million dollars so I've lost a job before I've never been given that um, he was just woefully in over his head, mm-hmm. and then the attitude is what made it is what made it unlikable. Because we're not going to be too fond of you losing games and setting all these negative records, and then you just never fit in, and you never really made the effort to fit in, and then you were standoffish and arrogant, and still acting like you were the smartest man in the room, mm-hmm. and. Like me and you talked about before, you know, 
it's just a, it's just such a different beast, man. And like the majority of Auburn fans are people like me and you who have been watching every game since we were six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't have the the overall football knowledge of Brian Harson. That's not what I'm saying. But you can't stand at a podium and act like I don't know anything. Yeah. Because that's just like, these aren't the Boise State fans. And I'm sure there's some knowledgeable Boise State fans. But dude, you can't stand at the podium at Auburn and try to talk to us like we're stupid and say things like, well, you're not in the meetings. Buddy, I don't have to be in the meetings. I've seen good coaches. I've seen good players. You're not it. Mm-hmm. And you're not really taking responsibility for it, execution and this, that, and the other. And, you know, did you see what Hoke said today about he was on the way to meet with Harson? Man, I was just going to ask you that, Dustin. Like, okay, like so here's what, the what was that? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. What, what was that, man? I mean, like, I was just about to ask you that, man, because, like, that right there shows me. When you're more worried about a beat writer and what he has to say, that you call him in to speak to him because you're mad about what he said. Man, let me tell you something, Dustin. Pack your stuff and get as far away from Auburn, Alabama as possible and never come back. Never. I don't. Look, whatever Brian Harson does with his time after Auburn. Congrats, man. Like, good luck to you. I don't really care. I'm not going to go keep up with Brian Harson and his he record. Won't be a good football coach wherever he goes. I don't think so either, unless he goes out to the Flag Football League and the Pac 12 Conference <laughs> and takes the Arizona State job and wins, you know, eight games even, a year. Even then, Blake, the game has changed. And if the guy literally despises NIL, he's not going to work. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's very, that's extremely true. Uh, but, Dustin, man, like, like that is, that is crazy to me. That with everything swirling around this program, this dude is gonna reach out to a beat writer, <laughs> one of the most well-known beat writers for Auburn, probably it's the most fair to him. Yeah, but that's what that I, that's exactly what I was about to say. He has he is probably the most popular beat writer on staff, and. He has actually taken his back, Dustin, on certain things where other people has bashed Harson. And you're going to look at Hoke and tell him, hey, I don't like what you said about me over the weekend, so you need to come in here and we need to have a talk. And then all of a sudden, Hoke said he pulled over on the side of the road when they broke the news and he started working. So, like, what do you think about that, Dustin? Because I'm just... I can't even wrap my head around it. I really can't. It's pretty wild because it's like, dude. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You've lost four games in a row. This is what you're concerned about? Yeah, exactly. You have, ele- you have 11 total commits. You only have three committed on the offensive line. 
This is what you're concerned. You're concerned. Let's say that what that Hope did say something that wasn't right. That still. Why is that what you're worried about right now? Um, you talk all that all that stuff. You call people tweet it, tweet it. Yeah. You're talking about you have this tough guy bravado about blocking out the noise and just coming to work and be one and oh and do your job. Well, apparently you're not blocking out the noise. Listen. Brian Harson is really good at saying a lot of words that don't mean anything. And he talked all this stuff and he ran the stadiums and he took the the elevators to where they couldn't work and you had to take the <laughs> stairs and all this and man, it just uh it's just a bunch of talk. It's just a bunch of talk. It's just a bunch of just a bunch of blowhard. There's nothing to it. And I was I kind of thought like maybe he really does believe that stuff and tries to and tries to go about things that way but he just isn't good enough for the sec but when i hear stuff like that it's like well maybe all that tough guy stuff talk is just fake as well mm. Mm. Dustin- why do you worry about that why do you even know about it why are you even reading it <laughs> Yeah, that was that was my thing, man. It's like, why do you care? Like, yeah, you and, got issues right now, bud. And 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 Dustin, like, I read everything that Hope posts, and what did he post that could have caused that much concern to you? Like, like I never saw anything that was just flat out outrageous to Harson or or would have would have uh, demanded a meeting or anything like that. I, I I didn't see anything. I don't know. Maybe I didn't see everything, but I just the guy was lost, man. He was lost. This conference isn't for him. It's 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 I'm glad it's over, Dustin. And and I I'm I, cuz I'm I wanna, so I'm I'm some Blake. Go ahead, go ahead. So this is from Keith Newber. I believe I always butcher his last name. <laughs> yeah. But this is, um, but this is from Keith mm-hmm. at at on three. Yeah. And this is one of the things where it's like, if you were paying attention and if you keep up with recruiting, this a lot of the stuff in this article didn't shock you, but this this part right here did did really get me. Mm-hmm. So it says in the first weeks after Auburn hired Harson in December 2020. We reached out to multiple recruits daily to get their take on Harson, but an issue quickly emerged. Few of them had heard from him. It took weeks before some ever got a phone call, and many of these were recruits who had already signed with Auburn in December before he was hired. <laughs> so you get hired, and it's taken you weeks mm. to call the kids that are still committed to the program? Dude, mm. You should have done that your second day. Mm. I can see the first day you getting things all situated and everything, but the second day, buddy, hey, I need I need them numbers. Yep. I would be if I and if I couldn't get them quick enough, I'd be on Twitter DMing the kids. Okay. I mean, he just never from the get go understood the importance of recruiting in this conference. I don't know how things worked at Boise. I don't know how things worked in the Mountain West. But it's clear from day one, this just wasn't something that really either he didn't grasp it or he thought that he could 
he could outcoach people without the talent, which is not something that's going to happen when you're playing Alabama and Georgia every year. Well, Dustin, I told you how things worked out in the Mountain West with him. Is he thought, you know, his dad called into Feinbaum last year and he said, hey, you know, Brian recruits three stars. And he he develops players and he elevates their games and by the time those guys leave they're four and five stars, but that's in the Mountain West, dog. It it don't work like that here. And at Boise State, I know exactly what he was doing. He he had better players than everybody besides maybe San Jose State or whatever when they had to play in the in the in the championship. I know that team used to giving fits and everything, but. You know, he just he had far more superior players out there, and he could just run through everybody. And recruiting wasn't a big deal because out there it looks like Boise State kind of sells itself as one of the premier programs out there and in the G five and everything. And so, you know, he come here and it was a culture shock, and he thought that he could just take you know three stars, two stars, and and he could and roll six with and them. Two right now, Blake, they haven't missed a beat. What is that? They're six and two right now, Boise. So they haven't missed a beat. Yeah, because all the Boise people were like, "Hey, we're glad he's gone." Like, yeah. So just just to your point that that program is gonna is just that program out there. Yeah, I mean, it, it and th- th- that's what they do out there, man. Like Boise sells itself, so he didn't really have to do anything. Like he he, I mean, he had guys flowing in, so you know. He, it was a culture shock when he got here. He didn't know what to do. He was lost. And one thing I do want to say is people coming out and say, "Oh well, Harson never had the opportunity. It was it was yeah. just it was a bad go from the get go. Neither side liked each other. Bull crap, bull crap. That is bull crap, Dustin. Because he was six and two, Dustin. He was six with and Bo two Nicks. with Bo Nix. He was six and two. All right. He was six and two. One. An Ole Miss Halloween game last year in Jordan Hare to get to six and two. And go today. Look where we're at. That's wild. Exactly. All right. So don't give me no BS about oh well he didn't have a fair chance. He didn't have equal opportunity as other coaches. That's BS. All right. I'm sick of hearing it. The boosters were not why Brian Harson didn't succeed at Auburn University. Brian Harson is the reason Brian Harson didn't succeed at Auburn University. Okay, it's just it's that simple. It's that cut and dry. You failed. You failed in every which way you could possibly think of. You failed, and that's my take on it, Dustin. I'm sticking to it. No, I mean it is it is a ridiculous thing to say. It's a lazy thing to say, and it's a misinformed thing to say. It's, Honestly, it doesn't. <laughs> I just laid out, and everyone knows. All the records. Yeah. He, that's him. The second half struggles. That's on him. He had every opportunity to sign <laughs> Judkins. Mm. He didn't do that. A kid. He had every opportunity to sign Vincent Lang. Yep. He hasn't pursued him. He hasn't done that. Mm-hmm. So there's nobody stopping him but him. Connor Lou. i tell you. If there would have been a little more focus from the head coach, we wouldn't have lost Connor Lou. Mm. But 
didn't feel just for some reason didn't feel like an offensive tackle a four star was that important well Miami thought it was important and it's pretty ridiculous that in today's day and age when something like that happens the head coach just shrugs off the fact that they basically lost the recruitment because of NIL <laughs> because and it's not even because the, the NIL is not there at Auburn we'll touch on that yep. it's just because the head coach and the NIL and everyone's not on the same page because he has it reportedly, but I've seen it from, from multiple different recruiting outlets. He he thinks that a kid that is more focused on NIL, he doesn't want him. Yep. Then you need to go to high school or the pros if you don't like it because it is not going anywhere. And your competitors are going to use it. LSU is going to use NIL. Yeah. You're exactly right, Dustin. You're exactly right. I mean, you know, I look and you talk about recruiting, and I look at a special recruit right here. And what I'm about to say absolutely scares me, Dustin. Jeremiah Cobb. Yeah. George is all over him now, Dustin. They're all over him. Yeah. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he's going to visit at Georgia this weekend. And... I just I look at it, man, and and this this is Brian Harson. I mean, he put his stamp on Auburn football, and you know we we got on this podcast from the start, Dustin. We got on this podcast from the start, man, and we brought up the Penn State week, and we said, "Hey, Penn State, do or die game." All right, and guess what? You died. All right. You died. That is when we started saying, hey, Brian Harson needs to be relieved of his duties immediately. Me and you both. Hey, get him out. Then you blow a game to LSU. You should have lost to Missouri. I mean, they, they gift wrapped that one for you. And, you know, it, it's just been pure downhill. And now you've got an elite running back in state from right down the street. And you're about to lose him to the University of Georgia. And it's just... I don't know, man. Like, like you just like, like you mentioned, no care for nil. He he just thought that he could coach his way through this with subpar athletes, and that's that. I mean, that's really it, man. Like, like it's one thing if if it hit him in his first year, right? Yeah, that's one thing. And then he, if he would have stepped back and said, "Okay, I need to make some adjustments," yeah. But it was just full steam ahead. I'm gonna keep doing things the same way. He didn't and think he didn't think didn't he was the problem. He didn't think he was the problem, Dustin. He thought everybody else was the problem. It appears that way, man. He did, I'm I'm look, Brian Harson is one of those people where he doesn't think he is ever the problem. And he we mentioned this, Dustin. When you come to the South, th- that is one of the big problems that I had. Is when you come to the South, man, you don't treat people like they're dirt on the bottom of your shoe, all right? We don't. We're not built like that. We don't do that to people here. It's it's just wherever you're from. Listening to this podcast, when you come to the South and you come to the state of Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Arkansas. Louisiana, Tennessee, we don't, South Carolina, we don't treat people like that. We don't, like, like, 
we have the utmost respect. We we are you know we hold we hold the door open for people at a gas station. Uh, you know we we pull the chair out for people while we're eating dinner and and um, you know we're just we're extremely grateful for each and every person and and for him to come in here and get up on stage at a press conference and just be the biggest smart aleck and tell the guys on that beat when they ask a legitimate question for you to answer it and you say yeah we better like dude just just say hey i don't care anymore and go on <laughs> like this is your fault own it own it and say hey like it was my fault man it was my fault but i can tell you what i'm excited to see now that he's been relieved of his duties, do you think, Dustin, he comes out in the media and, and lets anything out on Auburn football? Does he let any dirt out of anything going on behind the scenes or anything like that? Um, He might try to say something. Cause but I, I just, after this tonight, I'm not going to talk about him that much more yeah. unless it's relevant to the current situation that's going on with Auburn. Um. Because I'm really glad he's gone. I hate the fact that he was ever here. Um, he has taken a program that was already kind of just stuck in the in the middle a little bit, kind of spinning his wheels. Yep. And he threw it in reverse and put us even further back. So, yeah, man. Um, if, if he does, I will pay little attention to it. I just I don't I don't care. Yeah, I, the, I, I can care less about what happens with him going forward. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you because I just kind of feel like he he would he would he come might, out. Yeah. I feel like he's that type of guy, bro. Because what they did yeah, to probably. him, all that all that mess that happened and everything. Um, Which we stood up for. We stood, we, absolutely. We stood up for him. Absolutely. But what was the best thing he ever did at Auburn? I mean, was it that? I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I'm going to give him beating LSU on the road. I mean, look. It was a streak that went on for three coaches. So yeah, um, he got that done. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, beating the beating the February stuff that might have been the greatest thing. Uh, beating LSU, and then I kind of stripped that away when he blew the twenty eight point lead to Mississippi State. So um, th- that that kind of washed itself out there. So you know, I'm going to say the greatest thing he ever did at Auburn was beating the February stuff. I mean, because just whatever else, I mean, I'm I'm tired of talking about him, and I'm with you. I mean, we're done talking about Brian Harson. The case is closed. And the last thing I wanted to ask you, Dustin, I know we're coming up on an hour here, man. I wanted to ask you, Jeff Lee reported from On3 that the Boise Bros were the last people to go, and they relieved Eric Kiesel and a couple of other guys, man. How do you feel about that? Auburn, cleaning house, man, getting everybody out. How do you feel about that? I'm all for it. I mean, even Drew Fabianics, who on this podcast I have said that I liked and thought that he should stay. Um, You know, listen, it hasn't worked. It's at an all-time low. So, completely cleaning the house, getting everybody out, recruiting coordinators, all that kind of. I'm, yeah. I could get any argument from me, man. Yeah. It just hasn't. It hasn't been it, and I'm just I'm so optimistic for the future. Um, I know that the, <laughs> I, I know if I know Auburn, the coaching search is going to be pretty wild. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, there's there's so much to be optimistic about. You know, it's you have to be really, really bad to recruit as bad as Brian Harson did at Auburn. Yeah. Um, and you're just almost almost by default, the next guy will be better, just no matter what, because it just can't be that much worse. And just with everything, with every, as toxic as everything has been and everything, you know, this really since February has just been a mess. Um, and all the arguing and everything, the, the civil war and all that on, on, you know, social media with the fan base. Mm-hmm. Man, I think there's a lot of stuff to be optimistic for, um, for the future of Auburn, dude. I really do. I mean, we, we got the AD in place. It seems like behind the scenes, people are really getting, getting it, you know, all getting lined up and uh man uh, so this was reported by on three right this is a quote from a rival uh sec uh collective operator which is an nil thing mm-hmm. but he said there's probably only a small handful of collectives in the sec or probably in the entire country that is in a better situation than auburn they're a sleeping giant that's about to flex their muscles because of NIL. Mm-hmm. How can you not be fired up? I mean, if you get Lane Kiffin in here, mm. with that, mm. with the juice that this fan base will have, mm. the Portal King, man, I was man. just, I was just, <laughs> bro, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that, Dustin, because did you every- see what Quay Russell said today? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't change a thing a bit. Doesn't I knew change this was thing. coming. Doesn't cha- this, I was not looking at Auburn because of the current coaching staff. And and Dustin, like all these people, man, because like that's my shot in the dark, man, is like Lane Kiffin. Like I know all these people are on Dion and everything. I just don't think Dion at Auburn, man. I I just not that I don't think he would succeed. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. That that is not what I'm saying, Dustin. I'm not saying that look, he would come in here and we would go even further back or whatever. Like, like I do think there's an opportunity for Dion to come in and take control of this program, have the keys, and recruit his tail off and put us over the top with uh, exceptional athletes. And I know he would bring in a great staff. But I just don't think that him coming to Auburn is real. Like, I don't think that they would – I don't think they would mesh with Dion. And I look at Lane Kiffin and I say, hey, that guy right there, man, I look at him on Saturdays on the Ole Miss sidelines and he seems disinterested half the time. Like, he just – he's sitting there and he just seems like he just – hey, man, there's only 40,000 people here. You know, like, I mean – like Auburn's over here, and they're three and five, and they're putting eighty thousand folks in the seats. And it's going to be packed. We're saying them. Yep, it's it's you it's, it's the juice pack. Yep, and and wow, that's that's crazy, Dustin. What did we say on this podcast? <laughs> I'm saying it for weeks. We've been saying it for weeks, and what have people been in our mentions saying? 
Oh, oh, this is a bad idea. You got to keep him to the se- until the season's over with. Man, look, my thing is, is you go get a guy like Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, and and even for you Dion people out there, go get a Dion. Get a big name that will energize this program. Go get a name that you can take a shot in the arm and boost everybody up. And say, hey, look, man, Lane Kiffin, he's the portal king. What do you need right now, Dustin? You need offensive linemen, all right? Six, seven of them. Yes, all right. Look at what Lane Kiffin did in the portal last year. He lost He lost so many people off his team last year, Dustin. And look at what kind of monster he created over there, all right? He lost a road game in Baton Rouge, Dustin. That is their only loss of the season. Us Auburn fans, we know how hard it is to win in Baton Rouge. And y'all want to get on Twitter and say, oh, Lane Kiffin ain't the guy. He don't care about defense. Uh, you know, it, it, it's um, he can't coach. He All he cares about is offense and scoring 50 points. Man, let's get him. Let's, let's, throw, it around the, let's throw it around the yard, Dustin. Let's put up 50 points a game. Like... Man, come on, man! Like, like, give me a shot in the arm. I want a guy with some swagger. Like, and and that's why you know I wouldn't be mad if they hired you know like I I would give prime time. I would back prime time, but I just don't think it's there between him and Auburn. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know if he wants. Like, I don't know if he wants that job because Deion Sanders has money. Yeah, he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. He doesn't have anything to prove in a game of football. I thought he took the Jackson State job because he wanted to improve the HBCU scene, which he's doing. Yep. So, to me, it seems like he's not worried about the salary he's getting there because he's not he doesn't need money. He's not doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. How much does Deion like? Does Deion Sanders want to coach Auburn? I like it's such a stressful job going against Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, now Brian Kelly, like. Does Deion Sanders want to do that? I just, I don't think that he wants to do it. I think that he's not a he's not a stupid person, so he would listen to Auburn because Auburn's going to be talking money. And if you look at the last two coaches, the best thing you can do for your bank accounts get fired by Auburn, right? <laughs> they say that's the best job in America is to get fired man, by Auburn. So look, man, uh, I think he would. I don't. I think Deion would listen. I think he would talk to Auburn, and then obviously. Oh, yeah. That would leak, and it would be all kind. Of, but I just, I don't know if Dion wants to do it. So, like me personally, I don't want to hire. I don't want us to hire a coach that's never coached in the SEC, that's never coached in the Power Five as a head coach. Um, but I don't. I'm not convinced Dion wants to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 Dustin, I've had people come on and say. You know, hey, Dion's happy at Jackson State. He doesn't really want to leave. There's been no real talk of him leaving. But I do think the one place that he would leave for is Florida State. That is his heart. That is his home. That is his his alma mater. That is, uh, you know, where he played for the great Bobby Bowden. And I just I think that is more of the fit that he is looking for. Right. I'm not sure if Norvell gets fired there. I'm not. I'm. I don't know. But if if Florida State was to come out next year, just say you hired Dion this year, all right? Just say you hired Dion. Florida State comes out and they lay an egg next year, Dustin. They fire Mike Norvell. Where do you think Dion Sanders is going? Right, no, 100%. He's going to Florida State, all right? And where does that leave Auburn, Dustin? You're right back in the same position. 
right back in the same spot. You you got to get back on the coaching trail. You got to get back on the coaching search. So I you know that that is my one big thing with the Dion juice is. I would back Dion. I, I would I would get on there and and say, hey, you know, war damn eagle. I'm with you, coach. Yeah, I'll back anybody at first. I'm gonna give you a chance. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm 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 for Dion if you if you hire him. Like, let's go. Let's show me this recruiting everybody's talking about. I know you just snagged the number one player uh, in last year's class. Like, hey, let's let's start bringing them to Auburn. But that is just where I stand with Dion, man. So that's how I feel on that. You know my pick is Lane Kiffin, but you're one guy, Dustin. Who is your one guy right now that you hope Auburn hires? Oh, it's Lane Kiffin without a doubt. There you go. Um, yeah, it's Lane without a doubt. And then number two is Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about, like I said, I, I, Gene Chizik, 5-19 as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Gus Mal's on. Um, one year at Arkansas State. And Brian Harson had coached at Boise State and never even really been outside of Boise besides two years at Texas as an OC. So I I want somebody that has SEC ties that knows what it takes to recruit that doesn't have to have take years to establish relationships. And quite frankly, Harson didn't pursue relationships with high school coaches. So you know somebody that understands the importance of recruiting that has done it on this level before that understands the importance of NIL. That's mm-hmm. one of the main things they say about Lane is that he's upset with the lack of NIL coming from Ole Miss. He's always going to be upset about it because they just don't have it. Yep. They're not going to have it. So for me, it's Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze guys that I have seen win in the SEC West. And I know and if you give them the keys to this Auburn program, that recruiting is going to skyrocket and that the play on the field. Listen, could you imagine Lane Kiffin's offense at Auburn and then we get a, just a historical Auburn defense? Just what Auburn, just, just say what Auburn is on average every year on defense. Mm-hmm. Just take out all our years of football and put in what just an our average defense. With yep. Lane Kiffin offense, man, that's double-digit wins every year. You go ahead and get one of them special Auburn defenses that we crank out. Man, what if he got on. a what if come he got on, a DJ Durkin? Iron Bowl with Saban, exactly. And Lane Kiffin, dude, come yep. on, man! You're talking game day. Yep. You're talking hype all week. Like I'm, I'm getting excited just thinking about it, man. It's Lane Kiffin. And and what you know? What if he did? What if he did come to Auburn, Dustin, and, and he pulled a DJ Durkin, who was with you know who was with him, and then he got outbid by Texas A and M. You know he he made those comments last week, and DJ Durkin is now the defensive coordinator at Texas A and M. What if he brought in a guy like that? What if he brought in a guy like Will Muschamp, or or you know just just a great defensive mind? I'm not throwing these names in the basket or anything, or saying they're up for grabs. I'm just saying, what if he brought in a name like that? You know and and really, you know, if he could put a great defensive product on the field, man, and then he's putting up 50 and he's throwing clipboards up 30 feet in the air in the Iron Bowl and he's looking across at Saban saying, hey, get your popcorn ready, all right? Like, dude, shot in the arm right there. I'm in. I'm all for it. I'm on the lane train. We're cruising. Get your tickets now, Dustin. Yeah, you I'm know, <laughs> like, like, come on, man. I, this is the guy, man, and this is our opportunity to strike right here. And, and, and 
you know, I got my orange and blue goggles on, man. Like I'm staring down, I'm staring down the narrow path. And for us to get back, man, bring me Lane Kiffin home, Dustin. I got to have him. I have to. Like, I, it's it's he is the guy that can walk into a room, Dustin, and look at Kirby Smart and look at Nick Saban and say, "I'm here." All right. I'm here. I can do it in the SEC. I'm proven in the SEC. All right. And I've done it at a place at like Ole Miss. Okay. Who just, let's be honest, they're not Auburn. And, you know, you can, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you can get mad at that, but it's the guy's honest truth. I hate it for you. Uh, you know, go sit in a corner and cry about it. So, yeah, I saw one of the, uh, I can't remember exactly, but it was, a, it was a media outlet for Ole Miss and Rebs today. Way. Rebs today. And they said whatever about Auburn's not relevant outside the state of Alabama. And I'm yeah. just thinking, huh. I'm trying to think of when I've ever seen y'all play for the title in Atlanta. You never have because they're one of four schools yeah. that hasn't. And what's crazy is is Missouri joined 10 years ago, and they've <laughs> played for it twice, and you've played for it zero. Yeah, and you're a founding member. Yeah, a founding member. You're grandfathered in, Dustin. All right, you and and guess what? You want to know how relevant you are? You must not be relevant outside of the state of Mississippi because Arch Manning didn't even want to come to your school. Yeah. All right. So your family played there. Peyton would have played there, but you were in trouble, and your family played there. Come on now, come on. You're not relevant. Don't act like you are. Don't act like you're better than Auburn. I saw the tweet today from Rebs today. That's okay. You're on your little high horse right now. But like I said earlier, yeah, we got, got you. At, the first one in six, seven years. But we got you trembling. We got you shaking in your boots because two weeks ago it was oh Lane would never leave Ole Miss for Auburn. Well now all of a sudden today it's well Lane wants the Alabama job when Saban leaves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mighty funny, yeah. mighty funny how it all changes when once Brian Harson gets out of there. <laughs> but man, yeah, yeah, you gotta look in the mirror and then say to yourself, "Oh wait a minute." We've been here before. <laughs> hey, it's pine box season, Dustin. It's pine box season. It's pine box season. All right, it's Halloween. It's Halloween night, Dustin. It's pine box season. Dust your goggles off. Dust your pine box off. Go crazy, Cadillac. What a day, man. What a day. It's great to be an Auburn Tiger. War damn eagle. Love it, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Dustin, man, before we get out of here, go ahead and drop your social media stuff, man, and uh, and let all the listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at dmichaud, D-M-I-C-H-A-U-D-28. And uh, I'll probably be posting nothing but uh, things about Cadillac for the remaining week. <laughs> Love to hear that, Dustin. Man, hey, it's been a great episode. We gave the people a full hour, Dustin. Uh, I'm extremely excited for Auburn football. I'm extremely excited for our our preview of the Mississippi State game coming up this week, man. Can't wait to get back on here with you. I'm excited for the game Saturday to get here. Uh, you know, like I said, man, today is a day of excitement for this program. Firing a coach is a day of excitement, man. So, Dustin, uh, your final words for this podcast episode, man. Like when I read that quote about the NIL, for that reason and for so many more, because of what this fan base is, because of the tradition, just because of what Auburn is, there is we're a sleeping giant. There is so much reason for mm-hmm. optimism. And I just have a feeling like we are going to look back on this day three, four years from now with a lot of fondness. Mm. Um, like I said earlier, I think it quit raining today. 
and the sun came out. And for the remainder of the season, we've got four games where, man, even if it's just Western Kentucky that we win, mm-hmm. it, that would be Cadillac getting a win as the Auburn head coach. So there's something that we got to pull for for the next four games, and the stadium is going to be packed out for the remaining two home games, I can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited for it, and I'm just excited. Last night we talked about just how sad the state affairs were at Auburn's program. What yep. a difference 24 hours make. we got an AD. We've got a direction that we're going in, and I feel really confident about because it's only football, Blake. It's only football, buddy. Everything else is headed up. Mm. So we get this thing right here right. Mm-hmm. And, boy, Auburn's going to be a national power every time they light up a scoreboard in any sport. Mm. I love to hear it. I love to hear it, Dustin. Well, man, with that being said, I'll leave you with a war damn eagle, brother. Hey, it's great to be an Auburn Tiger war damn eagle, buddy. I heard that, brother. And for that, we are out. We will catch you on the next one. War damn. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.